0: Good afternoon, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Today's topic is not much spoken of, but it really needs to be. This topic speaks to the little boy that used to live inside of me. The little boy that was screaming to the top of his lungs internally. Yet, no words ever formed or parted my lips. This is my experience and my thoughts on what I've encountered. Today's episode is the effects of fatherlessness. Saying it now almost takes me back to that little boy. Crazy, but onward and upward. Today I want to talk a little bit about my experience with fatherlessness. This isn't to say that I didn't have father figures. I had two great ones, but I wanted my father. The man I felt was supposed to help me be a greater version of him. To lead me, guide me, and prepare me for the unknown. To be a source of truthfulness. A place of comfort life's navigator, not someone I would early on resent and wonder if he ever loved me or cared at all for that matter. When I first talked to my brother about recording this segment, I knew it was going to be a touchy uh, touchy subject. I knew that I would have to relay my experience wholeheartedly and honestly. I felt like this segment is bigger than what was and more so about what to do now. If I am honest, I can openly Admit that I was not always the best father myself. Though I was present, I too was absent at times. It's a lot of things I wish I could do over. But again, the train continues forward. It never goes backwards. I can only focus on who I am now and what type of father I am now. As I was preparing for this episode, I was like, man, what can I talk about? Like, where do I start? What information can I share that will help someone that has struggled with this as well? Like, almost immediately, I thought about what I think a father is. Who is a father? What are his characteristics? Well, my answer now is probably a bit different from what I thought a father was growing up, now that I am a father myself. As a kid, I thought a father was a superhero, like the person to save me from everything, to show up on my birthday, Christmas, and just because it showered me with love and gifts. But that perspective is a lot different now. Being that I'm a father myself I'm not saying that a father not a, is supposed to be a Superman he is but on a deeper scale gifts are great <laughs> but is he providing the, the kid the tools to survive upon his departure from his life? as a father I feel like it's my job to be a bridge from what was to what is to come. Of course you know I understand that I can only provide guidance and who the child becomes is solely on them and their decision. But what I have learned is who and what we are is their example of what a father is. Whether openly admitted to you or not, they are watching your every move, trying to be you, because you are their Superman. I also thought about what not having a father did for me growing up. This is not a knock to any mothers out there, and especially not towards my queen. I commend all of the strong, hard-working women out there, but there is only So much a woman can show a man about being a man. Having a father present is comforting and relatable because we are the same gender. He can better relate when you're starting to change because of puberty. And that sucks, by the way. (laughs) Or when, like, your hormones start racing and you don't know why or even what hormones are. When you meet the girl of your dreams, even though she is the first of many. (laughs) I often imagine that a father is supposed to teach you how to be strong, courageous, how to be a gentleman, how to defend yourself and stand for what is right, how to take care of your hygiene, how to love a woman, how to change the oil in the car, how to change a flat tire, how to fish, and and how to tie a tie, but what do you do when those options aren't available to you? We do what we can to survive. We pick up habits from men that we're looking up to as a how-to method, which not knowing that this road would be a tough road to travel, because you can't see that the person you're creating is, is pretty much not the person of, that you really want to be, but we mosey on because we only see the now, because we are right now people. Going through life without a God is difficult, and it made me think about what I got from it. Honestly, not having my dad made me a better, a better person and a better father. I knew what I did not, did not I know what I didn't want to be as a father. So I used that as my guide. I had to realize that fatherhood, just like behaviors, for some are learned. Most men did not deal with their neglect, absence, or lack of support from their fathers. So how are they supposed to be a model father? This is not a path to them, not at all. But as an adult, I understand now that in order to be good at anything, you have to be clear from your past. Past hurt, past pains, past traumas. But as a kid, all you see is their absence from you. You would rather have a broken father than no father at all. I am sure that there are people out there that can relate, but for those that don't, I'm glad you had it better, honestly. This is by by no means a dig at my father or any father out there but my hope is that men deal with their traumas associated with the lack of their fathers it took me a long time to get to a point to where i was not bitter by it as a child venturing through life alone makes you angry cold and it and you don't trust people i can't speak for most people that dealt with the effects of fatherlessness but it was tough on me growing up i wanted my father present just to feel loved cared for desired as a kid but then that news flash hit, you know, he wasn't there. He wasn't going to be. But I had to learn that it gets better if you have someone that genuinely cares for you and wants to see you be better and do better. I had two great father figures. My uncle, uh, Lonnie Butler, God rest his soul, and my uncle Leslie Robinson. I'm thankful for those, for those two men. They taught me how to be mentally tough, how a man conducts himself, and how he cares for his appearance. At the time, I was focused on basketball because I thought that was my way out. For me, that was my outlet. I often think about all the mistakes I made, not trying to be like my father, and ended up following in the same path as him. Temporarily, but nonetheless, following his path. So I started thinking, like, how do I detach from the learned behavior to become the person that I know I can be? How do I break the cycle of absent fathers for my lineage? All of those questions were relevant and void. But the only question that mattered more was, how could I live with myself if I do to them what was done to me? Everyone's wake-up call is different. Everyone gets it in their own time. But my biggest fear is when they looking into my kids' eyes and them telling me that they don't love me. I had to change. Not for them, but for me. I had to become what I knew I could be. But what was the first step to becoming super dad? I can laugh at it now, but that was what I thought. I, that's that was the thought that came to mind early on like what is a super dad anyway I don't know but whatever it is that's what I wanted to be what didn't come to mind was I already had the guy. everything my uncles were was exactly what a dad was they took time to teach me about life they devoted hours of their time to me and they had their own children they gave me a foundation and all I had to do was be who I am and add to their pedigree right partly could have been but what I failed to realize is that I needed to deal with my heart's posture because in order to have anything good pure intentions must be present so I started dealing with my feelings towards my father and how I felt about myself it was hard it was it was so hard because I had so many questions that I knew I would never get the answers to so I had to forgive him at this point in life it stopped being about what happened to me and started being about what I'm doing as a father the biggest lesson from all of this was realizing that sometimes absence is a blessing no matter how hard how painful how crappy it is sometimes it's for your good it may not seem like it trust me i know but it is what i found out about absence was it allows you to focus on yourself and to figure out who you are and if anyone of you are dealing with this or have dealt with this please know that blessings emerge right after pain i won't talk about statistics we all know that there are a lot of them because honestly those numbers are skewed But what I will speak on is sometimes we don't think our actions have consequences toward others because our actions didn't directly affect them. But in reality, it does. Whatever happens to you happens to them. They have to live with you going to prison, getting murdered, living in the same city as them, and not even seeing them. We have to be more cognizant about our actions, men. Not all men, because I know some great fathers out there doing what they're supposed to do for their kids day in and day out. I commend all of you brothers because a real man puts his kids' needs above himself. Above himself. So how do we help those boys that are struggling with fatherlessness now? Let them talk to someone. I know that therapy is almost shunned in our community, but if your kid won't talk to you, they need a source to release. Find a great mentorship program. Whatever they love to do, encourage them to dive into it. It won't change what they feel, but it will change the way they view about themselves. Trust me, it helps. For anyone dealing with the effects of fatherlessness, you are not alone. And you can conquer it. Once you see that you run what happened to you, it would all make sense why it had to be the way it is. And you will be better for it. I just want to thank you all for listening today. I value and appreciate you for taking the time away from you, away from you to be here with me. And if you know anyone that could benefit from this episode, share it with them. If you have not done so already, please subscribe to our podcast. On any platform that you utilize most, uh, we're also on Facebook at Modern Mediocrity uh, Millennials View. We're also on IG as well. Same name, Modern Me- Modern Mediocrity uh, Millennials View. And if you feel the need to share your inputs, you're more than welcome to do so. We welcome it. Thank you again for listening. Uh, again, please subscribe and have a great evening, beautiful people.